Welcome to the For the Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the For the Girl podcast. Welcome, welcome. I'm Mac. This is Ken's, and we are so excited for another episode in our, you know, back to our roots for the girl series. It's Um, been so good. It's been so awesome so far. We've talked about discerning and um, singleness. And this week we're talking about hating what you see in the mirror and body image. And I'm really excited about this episode. Mm -hmm. I think it's because it's so applicable for so many women. And whether we want to be real about it or not, I think we all have some room to grow in this area. So I can't wait to talk more about that. But this week, we got to give you our life hacks. Life hacks. Life hacks. Life hacks that are truly not life hacks. These, Okay. But they're getting better and better every week. Just wait for this one. This week, our topic of life hacks is all about reading scripture. We thought, you know, you know, this is a Jesus podcast. We have some ideas. We have some tips and tricks. Yeah. So the first thing you guys already know, if you're an avid listener for the Girl Podcast, you'll know this, but I have some new things to add to it. Okay. So you know that we are really big on reading commentary. Commentary is just an awesome way to deepen your spiritual biblical understanding. Mm -hmm. And there's this really awesome free one. Literally, if you just Google Philippians 20. Four, mm-hmm. commentary. It is the first thing that pops up. It is called the Enduring Word Commentary. It is full of great insight. And it's really cool because it's a combination of a bunch of different commentators. So you learn a lot of different perspectives. It's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Free to access online. I think there's an app even. It's great. Try it out in tomorrow's quiet time. It's incredible. But I have a lot of people that ask me, you know, I really want to order some books. Like I want some like in person things that I can go on Amazon and order. And so I want to tell you about the N.T. Wright commentary. So N.T. Wright is an incredible, um, just like biblical scholar, but he writes this one commentary series called, you know, whatever the name of the book is, John for everyone, Acts for everyone, Mm. Philippians for everyone. And you can get the individual copies of each one on Amazon. So literally just go to Amazon and Google Philippians for everyone, N.T. Wright. It's probably like an $8 book. And if you're wanting to like study through one book of the Bible, it's an incredible resource to have. The way he writes is so easy to understand, but also really get incredible knowledge and understanding. And so it's honestly even easier to understand than the Enduring Word commentary. Wow, no So way. if you're struggling with Enduring Word, you wow. need N.T. Wright. that's good. This is a real hack, you guys. If you're reading scripture right now and you're like, I can't quite understand what this this is saying or I want to know a little bit more here or if you're like if you're leading a Bible study and preparing for that week or whatever it is like you can learn so much more through the commentary so it's such an easy way to dive in like I usually have my Bible out with like my phone open or I don't actually have the NT right so I definitely don't use that but I use the enduring word are you intrigued now yeah, I'm going to get that. Indy Wright is my boy. He's incredible and amazing. And what I love about him is that he's my really, boy. really wise. And like you can read his really in-depth stuff. But this so series. he's your boy? He's my boy. Is he single? <laughs> he's very old <laughs> and probably not single. Okay, but he's guys, British I, too. I Oh, wow. Even better. <laughs> even better. Let's set it up. Um, okay, but also second to that is our 
we thought this is a good life hack. We use these a lot is the Bible project videos. So again, yeah. you can just Google so this. So if you're reading through Acts, you can just Google Acts blank Bible project videos. And these give you like the big picture of a book of the Bible, like the background of that book, who wrote it, a little bit about him, what setting it is, like where we're at in scripture, like so, so, so much. So these are really awesome as well. Like I, if I'm always like, I, I typically will watch a Bible project video before starting a new book of the Bible because it gives me just like full yep. context to what I'm reading. And then in addition to that, I often watch Bible project videos as I'm preparing, preparing for studies and things like that as well. I don't know. There's something about it with the imagery and the way he talks. It just gives you like details and also imagery to like stick in your mind. And yeah. it's really, really super helpful. So yeah, Bible project videos, enduring word commentary. And then our last thing we want to talk about is our leather journals. Okay. Yes. Me and Mac have twin leather journals and That's- it's our forever gift to each other. Yeah, really only Max gifted me one and yeah. I have yet to do You've it. yet to yeah. gift me one. Um, but here's the thing about them. We got gifted them two or three years ago and yeah. both of us just had kept having conversations about how obsessed with we, these journals we were. They are the best journals on the market, guys. <laughs> I'm not even they kidding. Are. They're we, very boring looking, yeah. but they are, in terms of practicality, they are so practical to use. They are a leather journal. They're big, so they're not like small. You get a lot of room to write. They they stay open when you open them. Yep. They have lines on the pages. They just feel luxe. They feel yeah. luxurious. And so I actually looked up where I got it from. So, Good job. Uh, galleryleather.com, guys. Go to galleryleather.com. <laughs> and the type we get is the leather large desk journal ruled. And you can get them They're personalized. They're not that expensive. You can I'm get surprised. them engraved if you'd like. Wow. Um, but we we use them. Ken's, Ken's has been through a couple. You're on your second one. Yeah, I am. And they're really, really helpful, you guys. And I feel like this is a really good gift, too, to write a little note at the beginning, hand it over to somebody, or just yeah. use it on your own if you're needing yeah. a good journal. So that's a game changer for us, too. They are the best journals in the market. So we've got commentary enduring word is a free one online we've got nt write if you want to go on amazon order a little nt write book we have the bible project videos game changer if you're not watching bible project start watching bible project and then finally leather gallery journals leather gallery journals this is good you guys um a little other life hack just to add it on we love to have our quiet time in the morning before the day starts. So let's get up early. Wow. Um, I've the most basic using, tip I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I, but that's good. I, yep. I, I was going to go off about it, but I'll just stop there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, guys, also, so- I would just like to say, too, that I know a lot of great coffee creamers. I'm, and if you need help with any coffee creamers, say, shoot me a DM. I have become a coffee snob. Okay. Yeah. I got some coffee beans. Okay. Just hit us up with the coffee guy. Yeah. If he needs some help, we'll, we'll personally answer in our DMs. Yes. All right. We're so excited for today's episode, you guys. It is going to be so good. This is one of the most real, vulnerable, honest ones we're probably doing of this series. So um, get excited. It's going to be awesome. And yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are super excited to dive into this episode. Um, We're talking to or for the girl who hates what she sees in the mirror. And this in itself is such a relevant topic. I mean, every day. I mean, I bet this has been relevant in my life since I was in the first grade and then through middle school and those awkward years to then 
high school where honestly body image and the way you look becomes so much more heavy and serious and then into college when it then it even becomes more so so and then even now in your young adult years and I think this is something that we have to figure out and speak truth into um, because it's a never-ending journey so we're really excited to talk about this subject we're going to talk about like just some ways that we can make changes in this area of our life and then also like lies that we need to combat Mm -hmm. we talked about lies last episode but we really just believe all this is so true because there is so many ways that the enemy can sneak into our heads and our thought life when it comes to image and that's huge and I think that's why we want to talk about this subject because this subject in itself is like one of those ones that can become so all-consuming I don't know about you, but there's days when I wake up and don't feel good about myself. And then that sticks with me through my entire yeah. day, sometimes entire weeks, sometimes entire months. And there's been really, really long seasons mm-hmm. where I felt like the enemy just had a hold on my spirit and my mind when it came. To, and it was because of this area of my life. It can become so all consuming. It can creep into like what you're called to, your yeah. ministry, your friendship your relationships of any kind your work life like and we need to stop that cycle and so we are gonna like just go all hands on deck dive into this one speak some truth in life and just change this narrative yeah yeah and you know being a girl being a female we are so cultured to like be obsessed with beauty honestly and obsessed with like the way that our bodies look the way that we feel the way that we can compared to other women and all of these different things. And like when we were talking about this uh, title and how we were like, yeah, we feel like we should do something on body image. We used to talk about body image a lot in college and Mm -hmm. like it was a big topic of conversation. And then I feel like I've kind of gotten away from it because you kind of feel in a way that it's like juvenile or like it's like a high school issue or a college issue. But I mean, honestly, the older I get, the more I'm like, gosh, this has followed me into every stage of my life. Like even conversations I've had with my mom and my grandma and just like hearing like little tidbits of of them struggling with it. And I'm like, wow, this is something that like all women really face and deal with. And um, I also kind of gotten gotten this sense recently that like clearly we're not going to be able, we're not dietitians. We don't really know how any of that stuff (laughs) works. We're we're not, um, you know, we're not self-help people like we are people who who love Jesus and follow Jesus and so um I think Kenzie already mentioned it the lies from the enemy like I just believe this is a spiritual battle and like if we don't see it as a spiritual battle we won't be able to like really um be ready and prepped for for the war that's going on in all of our minds and hearts around this and so I think what we really want to do is look at it from a spiritual lens and um I know for me growing up in church and uh just being around so many like women's communities yeah (laughs) this one verse you hear all the time it's like that Psalm 139 (laughs) voice you can guess yes you are fearfully (laughs) and wonderfully made and I don't know about you but when someone says to me you are fearfully and wonderfully made I just want to punch him in the face I'm like no Oh my gosh. Like if someone is like, you're struggling with your, your weight or like you're struggling with like something not feeling beautiful. And they're like, Mackenzie, you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. I'm going to be like, are you kidding me? No, like that that does not help me. me. It doesn't help me. I know that this is the word of God and like the word of God is like the sort of truth and it's it's powerful. That's true. That's true. But let's also be real that like sometimes knowing that God sees you as fearfully and wonderfully made, that God thinks you're beautiful 
beautiful, all these different things. It just doesn't help. And so we really want to talk about it from that real perspective of like, yes, scripture is there's so much truth. There's so much goodness about who we are and how valued we are and how beautiful we are and how um, chosen we are. But also like, we live in a world that literally tells us the opposite every single day. And so how do we see this as a spiritual yeah. battle? How do we step into it? But also how do we how do we be really practical about it? And how do we be honest and say that somewhat yeah. sometimes hearing that our I'm fearfully and wonderfully made doesn't do it. It's just like putting a little band-aid on a really, really deep wound that needs mm-hmm. a lot of healing and mm-hmm. needs a lot of um kind of like digging up mm-hmm. and processing through. And so we just want to come at it from that yeah. perspective of we're not gonna throw a scripture verse at you and say, okay, go believe it. And all is good. Like we really want to get to the root of it and kind of dig into this. Yeah. So that's exactly what we're going to do right now. And really we did take a lot of time to prepare this and dig into it because this subject is really hard. And so we're like, okay, how can we make this verse you're fearfully and wonderfully made like actually effective in our life? Like what changes can be made? And so we came up with a few and we're going to share them with you right now. Yeah. Um, How do we start believing that we're fearfully and wonderfully made? Yes. Please, Lord, <laughs> help us. Help all of us. We need help in this. Um, okay. And the first thing, this one's actually probably the most practical of all the ones we had, but we felt like it was really important to c- include it in this conversation. And that is just b- being healthy. Um, me and and Mac, actually, we, we do really believe in this one a lot um, because I really think that your physical health has a lot to do with your spiritual and mental health. And I'm not talking about health of like you're healthy when you're skinny by any means, but just feeling healthy. Um, and like we probably have all had those moments where you eat a burger and fries and you feel like crap and you are like, yeah, and then mentally Although also sometimes they eat a burger and fries. And feel you feel really good. <laughs> Sometimes it's actually really true, honestly. But I would say probably yeah. 90% of the time. Three days in a row, yeah. not feeling good. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, it's really tied to your mental health. I mean, in those moments, you're like down and out. You're like, I'm full. I feel fat. And then you go down this cycle mentally that's yeah. really unhealthy. And so I really believe that there's a lot of power in eating healthy and clean Mm -hmm. and like trying to take care of your body in that way. Like the food that you're consuming is really, really important. Second is like working out. Like we're big believers in this. Like I love to run and it is seriously a spiritual thing to me that's tied to my health. Um, It makes me, it like is a stress reliever. It makes my heart beat fast and then I just feel healthier. And it is then, I mean, right before recording this podcast, I went for a run because it's tied to my spiritual health and I wanted to be healthy going into this. So I just really, we wanted to talk about this one because if you're feeling, if your thoughts of your body image are really all consuming right now, there's chances are you might need to make an adjustment in the way that you're living so that you can live more healthily. And I think you'll find a lot of freedom there. And by no means are we qualified dietitians. Mac already talked about that because we're not about to go into that. I don't know exactly what's good for you, but whatever is good for you and healthy with for you, it might be a good idea to start making changes in that area of your life. Yeah. And I have a couple of things on this. The number one, first thing for me that I think is so interesting about this is that like God is literally the creator of our bodies. If we're talking about this from a spiritual lens, God is literally, he created our bodies. Like he, he knows our bodies better than anyone. And even when it comes to working out, like, you know, how you get, you get endorphins from working out and endorphins, Mm -hmm 
lead to like joy and happiness mm-hmm. and and how there's that connection and how I think about oh like th- that's spiritually something there that like yeah, God true. gave us this like it's like this little reward for for moving our body and things like that and so I think that you have to kind of throw comparison out the window I think some people go zero to 60 on this and like mm-hmm. zero to 60 often means crash failure burn you know mm-hmm. it's like it's like you're just like mm-hmm. done <laughs> because mm-hmm. you went way too hard you tried to be that Kayla it signs what's her name Kayla it signs it signs <laughs> girl yes. like the next day uh, and it's like you've never worked out in your life so you don't have to do that Baby at steps. all like I think just like figuring out what's for you and I love Ken's that you talked about that your runs are tied to like your your spiritual growth for you because literally Ken's goes on long Saturday runs and I always get texts from Ken's on Saturday yeah where too. like she's dreaming up <laughs> some idea or something where God's really speaking to her and I think that's so cool and so like what does it look like maybe it's just going for a walk for you maybe it's like I don't know I used to get I was really into boxing for a long time and it felt like spiritual for me because it was like I could get out like my I'm like just a norm a naturally like have a little bit more anger than maybe some people <laughs> and it yeah. helped me it really helped me like kind of helped me like <laughs> process that and get that out and like be able to put that energize mm. that into a certain way and so I think that's really good and really powerful and then I think um I just think that there, we can do so much here and like you can't compare yourself to what other people are doing in this but being healthy has to start with you of like what does that mean to you and just to be totally brutally honest with you guys like there have been like weeks months in my life where I have been really unhealthy like you know what I mean you just get mm. in that you get in that mindset where something happened and you're like oh, I really don't want to work out today mm. and I don't want to work out because I'm not going to work out I'm just going to like eat that entire bag of chips and then oh because I ate the entire bag of chips I might as well eat that carton of ice cream like literally mm. that is I'm the queen of that and like it never leads me to joy and never yeah. leads me to happiness. Yeah. Um, really, when I am like taking care of every realm of myself, mind, body, spirit, all of those things is like those days yeah. where like, I'm just better at work. I'm a better leader. I'm a better friend. I'm a better daughter. And so I just believe yeah. they're so connected. And we really do have to start with like knowing what's healthy for us and and disciplining ourselves yeah. to, to step into it's that. It's true. It's true. I oftentimes, like when I go out to coffee with women or, and I'm having conversations and if they're going through a tough season, like a really hard yeah. season, maybe it was post a breakup, maybe it was post like, maybe just a weird, like doubtful season in their faith. Like I often ask them like, what's your physical health yeah. been looking like? Like this might be like something that would probably be really uplifting in your life and really tied to your spiritual life. Like it really is probably an answer for a lot of you listening that have just felt really down in the dumps or burdened, or maybe just have like a yeah. ton of thoughts in your mind about everything. So, so good. That's the first thing we wanted to talk about. We really went off about that. We yes. never have an opportunity to talk about that. So I think we just like really took that. We, we really felt like, yeah. yeah. We, we felt <laughs> I also that. just did not want to convince you guys that we were great at it because uh, we're, we're not, not the we're best not. at it for sure. When Ken's but we and I travel, the desserts get out of hand. Yes. I love <laughs> some sweets and I take I it I mean, too far. after every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm I have like, something sweet You're after such a bad influence on me. I know. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we do eat some greens though. <laughs> um, okay. So the second thing we wanted to talk about is having, is the conversation that you're having. This is important. Yes. The conversation that you're having about your weight. Maybe your acne, working out, what you've ate, what you didn't eat, like diets, like these conversations that you're casually having with friends about like 
um, just think these types of things in your, your life, like the way you look, um, whether you're talking about them, like really good, like, oh my gosh, I've been feeling so good. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get this haircut and it's so cute. Like, look at this. I want to look just like her. Oh my gosh, this is going to be like so fun and great. Like whether it's a really uplifting, fun conversation or it's really down in the dumps. Like I feel like crap. I have been eating bad. Like either one of those conversations are really unhealthy to have because you're really affecting the person that you're talking to in probably ways that you don't even know. Um, And so we just wanted to talk about this for a second and just Mm -hmm. having some boundaries as you're talking about the way you look. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think this is so important, Kins. Like, this is just really real. Really, really real for a lot of reasons. I think we you, we have to know. We all know that, like, what comes out of our mouth is always a reflection of what's in our hearts. Like, yeah. it's just true. And it's so true. if you are constantly talking to your friends about the five pounds you gained or constantly talking to your friends. I say, I'm a terrible with this. I'm always like, guys, I look ratchet today. Don't look at me. And I'm like, why am I saying that? Like, I don't even know why I say that sometimes, but I do. Yeah. And it's because honestly, there's probably this piece in my heart that like believes that, you know? Yeah. And so I think it's so important just to begin to try to like take control of this and really begin to like let the Holy Spirit lead you in this. And the second, yeah. the flip side, you already mentioned it, but just to be real, I have like this one friend who literally talks about her weight all the time. And I, I've done it with her too before. And like, she always says this thing. She's like, do I look like I've gained weight? Do I look like I've gained weight? And it drives me crazy because literally her bot is like a million times probably like, just like by beauty standards, like hotter than my bot. And I'm always like, there's this part of me that goes, oh my gosh, like, why are you saying that? Like, because mm-hmm. it makes me begin to look at my own body and go, oh, yeah. but what about me? Like, if you're worried about your body and then I look at my body and yeah, that's just a real thing. And it's like, I think it's heartbreaking to know that the the words that we're saying and the things that we're saying are affecting other people. And yeah. they're like making people begin to question their own beauty and question their own yeah. worth. And so I just believe that this is something that the enemy is using. Like, again, looking at it from a spiritual yeah. perspective, but like this is something, the words that we're saying that we think are so harmless and we just say in quick little passing yeah. are literally like tearing apart God's daughters. Yeah. Mentally and physically and spirit, like tearing apart, like sowing lies into mm-hmm. so many women's hearts. And so I think as women of God, we have to be the people changing the narrative, changing the conversation yeah. and just choosing not to let this be a part of like what we talk about with our friends, like yeah. building our friends up I mean honestly just being like man I feel good today like I look good you know like that's like different things than than your friend is like wow I feel good I look good you know (laughs) I just I just I've I've felt passionate about this and I haven't always gotten this right but yeah I just want my like community and my friends to be to be a place where we don't like just hate on ourselves together but like we really do build each other up build ourselves up in in hopes that like we just, we really have Holy Spirit like thoughts and conversations rather yeah. than like letting the enemy win in that way. Yeah, I think this is super, super important. I think there's just so many more boundaries that we can draw here and just being like so, like just hyper attentive to the words that are coming out of our mouth and how they're affecting the people in our life because they are affecting the people in your life. And I sometimes specifically weirdly think about the moments like, even the conversations I already hinted at this that I have with friends where they're like, oh my gosh, I really want to go on this diet. I heard you can lose like 20 pounds and it's going to be like epic and awesome. And I'm going to look so good. And I'm just sitting there listening, like 
that sounds great, you know, and they're just like in their own world talking about it. And I'm kind of like a little, it stirs like something in my spirit where I'm like, oh, I'm going to start taking control of my weight now. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. going to like, oh, wait, what, wait, wait, what looking at? can I do like I yeah. could do something really big with this and like oh I'm gonna run a really long run tomorrow like something like that and I start spiraling like this excitement that they have in their like new yeah. health journey makes me really anxious about mine and so I think we could just be like let's just stop having yeah. these conversations yeah. and I know this might not be fun for you yeah. like it might not be fun to like stop talking about your weight and it might not be fun to like stop talking about that new thing you're gonna get this new way you want to look but yeah. like let's just yeah. start drawing boundaries there yeah All right, For The Girl fam, it is time for some hard truth. Have you been spending all of your time on your phone recently just scrolling aimlessly? Are your screen reports out of control? Well, let me tell you all about the Stop the Scroll Challenge. It's a seven-day challenge that gives you seven ways to create new boundaries and rhythms with your phones. Because don't we all need a little bit of help in this? Ken's and I truly believe that the less time you spend on your phone, the more time you're going to spend with Jesus here his voice even more clearly. So all you got to do is go to forthegirl.com slash stop the scroll, sign up for the free challenge. You're going to get daily encouragement in your email inbox, and it's just going to be an incredible thing. You can do it with your friends, grab some girlfriends, do it together. Guys, we are so excited for you to stop scrolling and start hearing God even more clearly. And I think if you are on a, if you are on a health journey and like you really are trying to get healthy, like you can do this with, with friends that you trust that you say, Hey, can you keep me accountable in this though? Like I I do need someone I'm working this out with, but can you also like help me set boundaries with this and not, not become obsessed with this and things like that. And so I definitely have friends that I feel like I can talk to in that way. And and that's really helpful and important. We're not saying you can't ever say it, but I think Mm. we all have a lot of work to do in this area. Um, I mean, Mm. I love hanging out with girls. And so it's in every girl circle I've ever been a part of. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really important. So being healthy, stop talking so much about weight and, you know, the things you hate about yourself. Um, The third thing we really want to mention is that like we have to begin to recognize, and we've kind of talked about this, that these negative thoughts are not from the Lord. Like they're opposite like they are straight up mm-hmm. from satan they are from the enemy yeah. and um i think if we attach that that like spiritual view again to these thoughts and we go like oh this is not just about you know how i look in the mornings this is not just about like you know getting people to like think i'm beautiful or getting someone to like me like this is literally a war going on in my head between satan and you know jesus just fighting for you and i think it's so important to recognize that these negative things, like we can't just let them simmer in our brain and stay there. Like we have to do something with them. We have to bring them to Jesus. And, um, I think we all have that kind of like moment too. We, we always talk about one part of our prayer life that we do every day is just like recognizing kind of the ways that you messed up or you fell short the day before. And, um, oftentimes I only think about my actions. I only Mm. think about like the things that I I did or said, but I, this is kind of just reminding me, like, I want to stop and think about like, what were those thoughts that I let slip in? And I didn't, I didn't take to Jesus and just kind of every day starting over and going, Oh my gosh, literally yesterday I was so in my head about the way I looked and like recognizing that like, God, I don't want that to be a part of my 
thought life anymore. Yeah, and so even just right. like remembering that in your in your day to day prayers with the Lord. Yeah, that's so good. A couple episodes we talked about um, the sound of God's voice mm-hmm. versus the sound of the enemy's voice. And I think that's super relevant in this conversation. Like God's voice is like full of truth. It's full of life. It's positive. It's uplifting. He created you. Um, and although the verse is a little cheesy, he created you beautifully. And he's only going to highlight those parts yeah. about you. And anything outside of that is not of God and so I think again we just got to be really hyper attentive to this of like what voices are we listening to um and even if it's not God's voice like maybe there's friends in your life or people in your life like what voices what what ones are you listening to that are negative and are not of God and which ones are you listening to that are uplifting like let's start to listen to those more I talk about this sometimes but a huge like turning point in my faith journey and it, it was very much attached to weight and body image was um learning not only to hear God's voice but knowing what the enemy's voice sounded like in my life yeah it was a big shift for me like when I learned like okay I kind of know what God's voice is starting to sound like but then I was like wait this is kind of how the enemy always sneaks into my thought life like when I was able to put a pulse on that or have a pulse on that in my life something started to shift and add a lot to do with my body image and um I think that we can all learn that too. Like what is the enemy saying about your, what is his voice sounding like here and get really familiar with that so that you can combat that a lot quicker. Yeah. That's so so good. So good. Okay. We want to move on to the next point and I'm very passionate about this. I think you are too. We are together on this one. Um, we want to see, women and men, yeah. but women, especially, I think it starts with us women. <laughs> and we're, the, we're the thought leaders in this one. Um, we have to start <laughs> valuing different types of beauty. Yeah. This is sounds so simple. And like, you're like, I probably already do this, but like, like go all in on this because this is a huge yeah. part of change. Um, pretty by our world standard, hot by our world standard, beautiful by our world standard, like should not be favored by us when we're looking for friends or included more or liked more than someone else. Um, and I think we have to begin to mm-hmm. notice the ways that we are doing this, but it's so funny. Kenzie and I have been talking lately about like, really, like we had a conversation the other day yeah. about some people that we were like, I think she is so beautiful. And like both of us kind of agreed. We were like, you know, God has really changed our perspective on that of like, mm-hmm. maybe like, a few years ago, we wouldn't have even put them in that category mm-hmm. because like we were so skewed by the world's yeah. ways and the world's standards. But like literally like God has like changed my heart for how I see beauty in other yeah, people. That's true. And I think that's just so cool. I feel like God has given me yeah. his eyes more for other people and he's yeah. given me like eyes to see what he sees. And yeah. I think that like if we would begin to do that, like if we would begin to call out different types of beauty in other people and be like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. Like literally like people who maybe don't see themselves as that way. Like people begin to believe that like when you, you know, those people are just so confident. Like they're like, I'm fired yeah. no matter what. I like love those people. I'm like, yeah, I want to be more like same. that kind of person. And <laughs> I just think that confidence is so attractive and, yeah. and I want to be a person who builds confidence in other people. And I just think this could go a long way. It's one of those like little cultural, like under the radar shifts that, um, yeah. could really be cool and powerful. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I'm proud of us for that, Mac. I feel like <laughs> we have come far of like, not recognizing outward beauty and I feel like genuinely yeah that was probably more of a part of our story when we were in college but at this point like it's so cool to not like to to become so blind to to beauty I mean we we love beauty and you are beautiful but just in the image of God and like I feel like we've really learned to see just like your inward beauty and 
that's so much, so much better. And I think there's so much like inclusion opportunity here. Like, but Mm -hmm. for someone of you guys listening, like you might not know this about yourself or ever paid attention to this in your life or in your friend circles, but like, let's be people who like include others that maybe don't feel included because of the way they look. And I know that sounds so simple and elementary, but like this has a, this is a great place of ministry. Like this is a great place to make impact in your life. Like just identify like two or three people that you have, that you can be friends with that like maybe don't have a lot of friends or feel like they're on the outside or whatever it is. Like let's start stepping into this and loving in big ways. Cause I know, I know that's what Jesus would do. Also, I love how scripture, (laughs) this is so random, doesn't talk about the way that Jesus really looked physically. Yeah. And it's because he did not matter. And we're going to talk about that later, but it did not matter. Mm. The way you look has nothing to do with like the impact you can have. And well, yeah, well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I really (laughs) love that. Let's start to value all different types of beauty. And so many of you listening can honestly take ownership of this in your life. That's really good. Really good. Okay. The last thing you want to talk about is, um, opening conversations with friends who might be struggling or obsessing with their body image. This is really big. Um, Earlier, we talked about not over-talking it and setting boundaries with that. And I think that's really important. And this is kind of a different approach to it. I think that there's opportunity for us. Um, if you're maybe if if you know somebody in your life that's struggling with their their body image or something like that in a really obsessive way, it's it can be really scary to start conversation with them about it because you probably don't know what to say or don't know what to ask. Um, but we just want to encourage you to be really bold and yeah. courageous and yeah. start opening up those conversations. And one thing I really want to hone in on here too is like stop having those conversations about her to other people. Yeah. Like I've got yeah. found myself caught up in that yeah. sometimes too. Like, oh my gosh, is she struggling with this? Like, oh no. Like, and you start talking about it with all of your friends. Like, let's stop doing that. Let's like just start going to the person okay. and like building relationship and like, asking the hard questions and helping them through it because they're going through something super tough. And like we said earlier, soup all consuming. So let's just be a friend to like ask about it and help some experience breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, wow, how powerful could this be? If, if we just started having these conversations earlier and earlier in our friendships, like I think there would be less and less women who probably deal with eating disorders and less and less women who, you know, are like, doing everything about the, everything they can to try to change the way they look. Um, yeah. I think like if we, if we started making this a natural rhythm of friendships, like Jesus centered friendships where it's like, we don't yeah. let this fly. We don't let this we like stick out. Like we, we literally call out the beauty in each other all the time. Like I how that, that could even like shift statistics and shift things down the road. Yeah. Is, it's pretty powerful to think about. And so I love that we're opening up those conversations to friends who might be, be struggling bold. now and Do also, it. you know, preventing things yeah. that might struggle in the future. So yeah. I love that. Um, okay. So, should we review those things before we move on to those lies? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the okay. first one we talked about was being healthy. Like, I know this is so practical, but it's your physical health is super tied to your spiritual health. So let's start paying attention to our f- physical health. And maybe you need to adjust some things in your life to feel more healthy. The second thing we talked about is stop talking about weight and working out and the way you look and all of the things because that is probably really affecting yourself and really affecting the person you're talking to. So let's start to be hyper attentive to that and draw boundaries. The third thing we 
we talked about was recognizing that negative thoughts are not from God, period. They are from the enemy and it's really important to know. Um, to note. Um, the fourth thing we talked about is valuing different mm-hmm. types of beauty, you guys. Let's be people that are really inclusive, that don't look at the outward beauty, but really, really seek out the inward beauty in people. Um, the fifth thing we talked about is opening up conversations with friends that yeah. are struggling or obsessing obsessing with their body image because um we can be a friend that helps them experience breakthrough yes so good so good i love those five things i can't wait to begin implementing those even more like in our lives i I, this is a great reminder to me and just like convicting and i'm really excited to step more into it um but before we kind of end out the episode we did want to just bring up and address three lies that uh we believe that the enemy has gotten really good at speaking into all of our lives and we want to just combat them with some truth of what of what God really says about you. So the first one, there is this lie out there that if you are pretty or beautiful or hot by the world's standards, then you will have more influence. And um, Ken's mentioned it, but like we just truly believe that the way that you look has nothing to do with the impact that you can have. I mean, just think about people yeah. in our world. I, I can't. I'm not even going to bring them up right now because I would hate to be like <laughs> saying these people aren't beautiful. Oh my gosh, But yeah. you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, you can think about those people that, you know, are crushing it and like they are literally like moving yes. mountains both um, in the kingdom of God and outside, like, you know, in the sense of like more by the world standards. And it's really incredible and so amazing. And like the way you look has no hold on your purpose, has no hold on your influence. And I think that oftentimes that's what people are, that's really the lie that people are believing that's making them change things about themselves. Mm. It's being like, oh, I need to get this done. I need to like, you know, crash diet. I need to do all these things so that like I can be used in this way that I want to be used. And that's just like a straight up lie from the enemy. And we have to recognize if those lies have been slipping into into our life because like literally – throughout scripture we see that like god god just does not care about the way no, he created he us that way so honestly he does care because he's like i made you that way you're awesome like that so yes. that's a really big one yes of course i feel like i think about um king david when you talk about this like it yeah. didn't matter the way he looked um he was not fit for the job he was not fit to be king he didn't look like it period yeah. but david was an period. influential character man huge i mean like literally david people all throughout the new testament they're still talking about david all the time his influence was crazy yes there's the verse that says like do not it says blatantly the lord says blatant the lord said to samuel do not consider his outward appearance or his or his height for i have rejected him the lord does not look at the things man looks at man looks at the outward appearance but the lord looks at the heart and i think this is Mm. just so real so real also i really need to stop saying period yeah you've been saying it a lot really really (laughs) i'm so sorry for everybody listening um okay the second lie that we wanted to talk about um is this lie that we hear probably a lot that weight is the one thing in your life that you can control. I don't know if you've heard this or not, but, and I believed that for a while, actually. I was like, it's so crazy. Like, it's the one thing that I can control in my life. So I feel like I obsess over it. Like, I just go for a million runs and I mm-hmm. really try to control it and blah, blah, blah. And um, I started to realize that actually this is not true at all because when you're controlling your 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 image, your mental health is absolutely out of control. Wow. And 
And it's just so true. Like when I go through seasons where I'm like trying to control my body weight, like my mind and my spirit are racing, Mm -hmm. are full Mm -hmm. of insecurity, are down in the dumps. And so I don't know for anybody who's listening right now, who's like, I'm just really trying to control it. I feel fine. Mm -hmm. I'm just like going to like take care of this area of my life and like obsess of it for a little bit because it feels like the only thing I can control. Like I just want you to take a really good heart look at like your spirit right now because chances are like you probably feel like like I just said like full of insecurity or down in the dumps and like your spirit is out of control and so we've got to find like we've got to find balance in that like yes like we said be healthy but like let's you aren't controlling this and if you're believing that it's just not true and so just Mm. really sit and think and bring that to the Lord yeah that's so good Ken so good Ken's um okay the third lie would be that I'm not as pretty, skinny, beautiful, whatever it is, as blank. We could not talk about body image without talking about comparison. Um, the enemy's voice often sounds like comparison in your life. It's when you're like, oh, but like if I looked like her or if I like, you know, had her body or if I, you know, all the boys liked me, like they liked her, you know, whatever it is, it's such a, it's such a real thing that we all struggle with. And like oftentimes we find ourselves kind of measuring our beauty based off of the beauty of other people people and like there's just no measure this is just straight up a scheme and a ploy of the enemy and like we have to recognize that in our life like and we just heard it like from the verse she shared with us that like God looks at the heart like yeah yes man we're obsessed with the outward appearance but God is literally looking at the hearts of people and so if you're gonna work on beautifying anything like let's look work on like our hearts like because I really believe you know those people have such beautiful hearts and like that literally that beauty just pours out of them and they're so attractive like people are just drawn on to them because of the way they treat other people the way Mm. that they love other people Mm -hmm. um I would just rather be one of those type of people and like I I think if I could take the same amount of time that I put and invest into like you know putting on my makeup in the morning blow drying my hair (laughs) working you know all these things that I put into like being beautiful if I would put all those things into like beautifying my heart I mean like wow just thinking about that kind of blows my mind and convicts me in a lot of ways but I just think that um, we have to take comparison out of the story and recognize that like, you know, God literally made, he did make you uniquely and beautifully. You are wonderfully made. And so how can you press into that and value that and then celebrate other people along the way? Um, We always say that the biggest way to combat comparison is to begin to celebrate other people. And so I think just beginning by like calling out the beauty in others will help you to call out the beauty in yourself as well. Yeah, that's so good. Wow, so good. Okay, just to wrap up those three lies that we mentioned so that you hear them really well and you can combat these is this the first one is um if you're pretty you have more influence that is not true we see it over Uh. and over (laughs) wrong (laughs) we see it over and over again that god uses people no matter what they look like so if you don't feel like you're pretty he can use you regardless i just thought i wish we had sound buttons you know like radio hosts yeah that'd be so good maybe we can get those maybe we'll add that in here (laughs) um the second thing is that weight is the one thing in your life that you can control that is not true um when you're when you're controlling your weight your mind and your spirit are completely out of control the third thing we wanted to talk about is that i'm not as pretty as 
that is not true. Like <laughs> God doesn't even have any measure of outward appearance. He only cares about your heart. Mm-hmm. And so good. Wow. This is such a good episode. Such a good episode. Honestly, I needed this. I'm so glad we did this. Um, we really yes. did have to dig guys on this one. We had we to did. really think about it. Um, it's a topic we hadn't covered in a while. And I hope that it's helpful for you. Yeah. Um, I hope that there were some little areas that encourage you, but maybe also convicted and challenge you. This is a great episode to send to a friend who's maybe yeah. been struggling with this like really hardcore um and again i think just let's see this as a spiritual battle like let's see this through a spiritual lens let's not just not make this something we don't bring to the feet of jesus like we can bring this to jesus just as much as anything else that our heart desires and so um i really really love getting to talk about this and we are super excited to be back with you guys for another for the girl episode next week we have an awesome conversation planned for you we love you guys and we will talk to you next tuesday